Welcome everybody to another episode of Out of Character with Jupiter and Cotton. Hello, Cotton. Hello, Jupiter. Good evening. Good evening. So tonight we're going to talk because every once in a while I do have to placate Cotton by letting him talk mechanics. And this is one of those recordings, guys. This is a placation right now. We're going to talk <laughs> mechanics tonight. Gird yourselves, <laughs> I guess. Gird Get your, your helmet. Gird your <laughs> so here we go. Uh, we're going to talk about one D&D. Now, when you suggested this, you called it D&D one, and I got confused. And then I went and I found out you screwed it up. It's one. It's one D&D. It's one D&D. <laughs> I feel like there's a commercial D &D. with a bunch of like young millennials like holding their finger up. Well, one. It's we're all one oh. united in D&D. Like I feel like that's the commercial is going to happen. <laughs> so gross. Oh. Uh. So one D&D for anybody who doesn't know. D&D is going to come out with the new edition, except we can no longer say new edition because D one D&D &D is not a new edition. I know. It's, what it's, is it? This is the, this is, it's a new edition. So, uh, <laughs> no, we're no longer, we're going to no. revolutionize gaming. No longer will we have editions. <laughs> it's not. What is it now? This isn't, this isn't that band from the nineties, new edition. This is something <laughs> that's different. This is going to be the new thing. And it had a Google new edition. Yeah, 90s. I got it right. I think. <laughs> Not sure. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so it's going to the, the idea that is we're going to have a, con, a consistently updated product like DLC for video games. No longer do you have game one and game two. Then they went to expansion packs. Then we went to DLC. It's a consistent thing. It's going to be just a just a continuously updated thing, which kind of means they feel like 5e. Is it? Like that's that's the base. They've the new stuff the is backwards end. compatible. It's, it's perfect. Five E is perfect. So now one D and D is basically five E with a little bit of changes, not many. Yeah, I th I think that but they're impactful. They are impactful changes. Yes, they are, they are changing stuff. It's not. It's not. I mean, I know what you're doing. They're not saying they're perfect, but I they they are saying kind of that that their heart that the heart of the game. You know, it's perfect. We nailed it. Like that, we want to change this. We're going to change some stuff about lineages and races, a few mechanics here and there. But by and large, if what they're saying makes sense, this is it. There is no fourth. We're not going to do that weird move thing. We're not going to go back to 3.5. We're not coming up with a whole. We're not going to reinvent the wheel. And so they are sort of forging a new business model because mm -hmm. when we had our big. You know, things Cotton doesn't like about D&D, &D, it kind of felt like there were certain things they have to do that may not be healthy. They can't kill the D20, good or bad. If you love it, that's fine. But you can't disagree that they can't kill it, right? Or that, that they can. They can. Um, they you think did, they could kill it? They did something with the D20 that I was like, uh, what? Like, So you're saying that, so like, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think there's anyone who works at Wizards of the Coast who'd be like, you know what? Scrap the D20. Like, no, we're not doing it anymore. No. I, there's no, just too much inertia there. They didn't scrap it. Uh, well, let's get into it. What I, what are some of the, the changes? Do you just want to talk about this D20 change first? Well, I, I want to talk about what it means a little philosophically really quick, which is okay. since okay. they feel like they've got it figured out, yeah, they have got to make money doing something else. You can't just keep coming up with new additions is what they seem to be saying. Like, we, like we, we need to make money. We need to make a product. But we kind of arrived. We've made the product. It's over. We won, <laughs> but we still need money. So the new product 
is going to be subscription-based services. The new virtual tabletop they're working on. The stuff they have with D&D Beyond, easy-to-use character creator. And it's no longer going to be by a bunch of source books. I, I don't think source books are even the future. They may not be prominent. They may be more of a collector's thing. Like you can buy the, the $100 core book and like the genuine faux leather with the gold imprint signed by the guy. But for your bread and butter people, it's going to be pay the subscription. Get all the content. Everything's going to be easy. Use our virtual tabletop with tons of assets. You pay us the money every month forever. We make $11 bajillion, and you never have to have any any worry. Spelljammer just shows up. Boom. It's right there. Interactive everything. Lots of examples. We're going to have uh, like, like probably some kind of like LFG system. They're trying to make this whole ecosphere where it's not going to be just about the game. The game is going to be at the heart of a larger system built towards the future that's that's their cash cow they're trying to build there you go that's what i wanted to say feel about that that's all right well we can stop recording thank you i wanted to get that bit out i think it's it's interesting you do you like are you okay with that that new model of we're not going to sell you books it's all going to be downloadable online you all have to go to uh disney (laughs) dnd beyond that's the next step. Pay, <laughs> pay for the subscription every month. Now we want your money every month. Not just buy a book and go home and play. Hours of fun because that's not fun for us. We're not getting money every month. So they're switching to this. Every, yeah, every time a virtual dice rolls, we want a cent. That's going to be here's, – here's the good thing. They're not being forced to come up with more bullshit because we have to make money today. Like they're, they're not going to – they didn't just say, well – Looked at the bank account, and there's not enough number. So D&D 6 is not happening. And I guess we got to change some shit, even though it's not broke. That's good. And it, at least that is gone. They're, they're removing that temptation to make shitty product, because we have to make a new thing. And But they're tied to the brand. I like digital tools. I get that it's not as, I guess, redundant. You can't bring your D&D source book into, the, into your basement in the 1960s uh, like nuclear bunker and play D&D forever. And yes, it's there's that romance that you don't, that all you need is imagination. You just have the book and everything could go to hell. Wizards could close down. The servers could shutter. You have the redundancy of a paper book. Okay, well, sorry, that's not how the world works. We can't all be lumberjacks with our D&D in Wyoming. The future is going to be online, and if you don't have the internet and a little bit of scratch, you can't play. On the upside, the accessibility is going to be insane. It's going to be all over the internet, completely international, and it will be probably cheaper to access. So I'm kind of excited. I like D&D Beyond. I like digital shit. But how can you say it's more accessible? Because oh, it's all online now. It's more. But if I have to pay for it to really function well. If I have to pay for D&D Beyond, that's, that makes it now behind a paywall. I'm not going to pay for D&D Beyond. I'll just say I'm never, ever going to pay for it. I mean, I'm, I mean, and there are people who back in like 1930 was like, I'll never put my bank, my money in banks wow. again. Well, okay. All right. No, no. Call me a boomer <laughs> without calling me a boomer. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm just saying it doesn't make it accessible. It makes it less accessible now. It'll be cheaper, though, in the whole. It makes like, it less accessible. I would rather save up and buy the books at Gen Con and then go home and never have to pay for that again. But now you're saying, well, to really play, I now have to have a monthly subscription? No. It'll be more accessible like it. in that it's easier for them to get your money. It's accessible. Uh, it's, oh, your money right. is well, more accessible. accessible. for them. All right, yeah. <laughs> like, it's it hard is. to get. From so the now business it's... side, it yeah. is now. 
more accessible to higher money uh, coming in revenue. But I, I think it's, I think it's now less accessible to the public. Now it's, you got to have money. You've got to have internet to play. And guess what? There are still people in this country who don't have decent internet and can never get online to That's, do something is like it, this. Isn't this the same argument as DVDs versus streaming? No. Well, I can just buy one DVD and I have it forever. If Netflix yes. goes down, I have my DVD. Oh, well, yeah, but no one buys DVDs. I have a yes. box of DVDs I still haven't gotten rid of because if my, something goes down, <laughs> I got something to watch. goes down, I got uh, Tommy Boy in other David Spade movies. Wow. Where to fucking go. And I, I, I don't think I don't think moving to a monthly subscription is I don't think they're making it more accessible. I do think it now will put people out of reach. Was that intentional that they really wanted to make it more inaccessible to people? No, I think it was they they thought about the money revenue and they went, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, we gotta I make more. a book is like I, I, if you stick to just books, I'm with you. I, I get it. You are going to hurt some people who just buy player's handbook. And don't buy jack shit else. And and now you're you're having to get the subscription. But again, the game exists. Once you have the rules, mm-hmm. if you really are cheap, you know you can Whoa, save the text. Yeah, I'm not or, saying it's cheap. Or I'm Maybe sorry, they I can't afford language. it. Don't say cheap. Okay, I, you're right. People who are value conscious. There we go. Let me let me get my PC language going. I forgot I was talking. I got I get wow. my PC. I gotta bring the PC in. I have to go the PC way. Gotcha. Let me get, let me get there. I'm, I'm, let me do some chakras. Okay, so like, yeah, those people will take it on the chin, but well, but who you can cares, take, right? No, that's, that's you can, what I they feel can take, they can they can they're still gonna pirate it. Let's be honest, or they can take pictures of the text before it if they didn't have access, or copy the text. If you just want to play a player's handbook, I feel like the end result will be okay for you. And if you want to play with everything, if you want to play with all the new shit, I, I think it'll be cheaper because good god, like these books are thirty, forty, fifty, sixty bucks a pop. And they're like, well, instead of paying us like $200 in books a year, you could pay us every month, but like $10. And you'll all pay us, and we'll all make more money, and there's more of you paying. But like, instead of like the one guy buying $500 in books, you're all paying like, you know, 10 bucks or something. You know. Mm, no. No, no, no. Right, I you just, hate that. I, that's, I just... Uh, all right, so here's the... This is... This is... This is so here's a message I hear in the gaming community. Diversity. We want diversity. We want everyone to be able to play. Everyone's welcome. Ev- we want everybody to be in. We want diversity. Yes. But now D&D is saying, hmm, I only care about the people that are going to pay. Everybody. Well, that's not that, – that's well, people with that money don't exist to corporations. That's, that's not like you're not – you're well, a that's person. So, but this is, that's what I'm, they're conflicting messages that I hear from the gaming community. Diversity, but then we hear corporations going, eh, we're going to change it. You're going to have to pay more. We're going to have to all pay right, every so month now. We have a and different point of view on that. Online. I'm with you. A little bit, I get it. I think that. A little bit, you get it. Well, I think I'm the fears are a little overblown, but I Ooh. think they're not nothing. I'm not saying they're nothing. Right. I think it's something. We just have a dis- different point of view. Yeah. I, I, how about this? How about this? You know what I hate more than anything about buying a brand new rule book? Hmm. Is when you go to the back the next day and there's errata. I don't know. You go to the back. You go to like online. Mm-hmm. I, I was looking up the Artificer. Pay like, mm-hmm. like two pages of errata on just that. Like, like, like the same pages being updated, but it, it took like two pages to describe all of the updates in Eberron when the Artificer class was listed. 
So that sucks. And it's such a pain to reference. So now from, from now on to the end of time, I have Eberron. Great. I own it forever. I also own the incorrect shit or something that wasn't as clear or as concise or as properly communicated. So now I always have to go find the little Eberron errata sheet. And I hate that shit. It's like I have an incomplete thing. And then they come out with a new edition and they fix that shit. So like people who bought Shadowrun 6, like mm-hmm. my dumbass. And then, like, the next day, there's, like, you know, 50 pages of errata, and then the, the new edition comes out. Well, now I'm screwed. I don't have the new one. Wouldn't it be great to be able to pop up your tablet or your phone instead of carrying around a 50-pound book, by the way? And it's easily indexable, searchable, no, digital, and it's – and it's uh, well, all of them. The whole damn library, you can have it all right there at the at the touch of your command. And they get updated. Oh, we left out a word here. We forget. We, this wasn't clear. Boom. It is now updated forever, and you can even have uh, annotated text that shows you it was it was edited, like a little highlight. And you're like, oh, why is this text highlight? Click it. And you're like, oh, in 2012 or 2026, they they changed this to say uh, once per day. You're like, oh, okay, I see. It used to be this, and now I'm reading the errata, and now it's more balanced, or uh, they, the, the, more, the language is more clear. But like that, that's going to be so much more convenient when you go back to reference it versus having to say, wait. Let me go check the errata sheet to see if this impacts what I just did. How about that? that that's got to be a little something. When we warming it? Don't, don't fight it. Come, come, come to the. Come I want to the digital. say it, but I know when I say it, it's going to be really, really, really mean, and so I can't say it. It's like I feel um, like you're charging up your laser. It's fine. No, no, it's it's all right. Let's just move on to the changes because I think I'm we're just going to bit. have a difference. I'm never going to convince you. You'll see my side but you're not going to come to my side. You, I see your side, but I'm never going to walk over to that side. All right. So we're just going to be difference of opinion in this. We're, we're just going to move on to the changes. That's fine. So uh, new changes, yeah. new changes. Uh-huh. One, your race is no longer the big uh, hard stat determining thing that it has always been. No more minus two int for the orcs, plus two, uh, what is it, dexterity for elves. That's out. It's gone. Now you get cool little special abilities. The stats mm-hmm. are being moved. They're still stats, but they're being mm-hmm. moved to your background. You're no longer strong because you're a half orc. And now orcs are cannon races, by the way. I don't yes, think they're half they orc. Are. They're just they're just straight up cannon. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer strength because you're an orc. You're strong because you were a soldier. They've come up with new generic rules for background creation. It's like plus two in one stat of your choice, plus one in another, or I believe plus one, plus one, plus one. So one in three, like kind of the old like normal human way of doing things, like half of that anyway. Cool. Uh, and you get like three skills, and you get proficiency in some tools. I'm probably leaving something out, but that's this is the generic rule for all backgrounds. And they make a few of the classics. Acolyte is one. Uh, soldier. I want to say guild person is another one. Uh, but the point is, they just sort of like communicate these ideas through this new system. They're not exceptions. They're just names of a set of stat blocks and you could do the same thing so you have complete control over the stats the base stats the strength the agility whatever of your character based on the background and you can use one of the pre-made ones or one of your own the race gives some flavor lore and then depending on that race a cool i i'm I'm, I'm actually trying to find the right word generically powerful ability generally powerful ability like a, a button you can press that does a cool thing that dovetails with the lore of that race. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's, mm-hmm. 
I, I want to give you like one for like the orc. Here we go. Let me find this guy here. Okay. Orc, 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 orc. orc. Here we go. Which is now a full fledged race. You can be not a half orc. You can be full on orc now. Yeah, you're you're just good old yeah orc, which I like, and I like. And they're no, they're no longer doing the half human thing. It's no longer um, like well, you're a half. Or, um, or, or, no? no, they are. But let's finish your orc story before we get into that. Oh, I know what you mean. The li- yeah, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Cool. Uh, pa- so powerful build. I like this. You count as one size larger when determining your carrying capacity. I love carrying capacity. Uh, and the way you can push, drag, and lift. That's just, you're an orc, you get that. You're not plus strength. No, no. But you can push more, drag more, lift more, carry more. Cool. Uh, you get the dark vision. Adrenaline rush. You can take the dash action as a bonus action. When you do so, you gain temporary hit points equal to your proficiency bonus. You can use this three times. Equal to your proficiency, I'm sorry, a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you regain them when you finish a long rest. Okay, so proficiency bonus, let's say, is early on, like two or something. It's like one, two, three, pretty pretty quick. You can use a dash action as a bonus action, and then gain like two, three, something HP. This is awesome. Instead of it being you are plus two strong, this can be used for all kinds of reasons. If you are the big badass orc, cool, you bust in, you kick ass, you dart, you you dart to the, uh, the the caster in the back, you pound his stupid caster face in, and uh, and or, you know, or if you're the caster, if you're the wizard orc, which is a thing now, you can run the hell away. There's someone trying to beat your face in. Well, now you just use those athletic, powerful built legs to like carry your happy ass around the corner uh, and not get dead today. So mobility is generically powerful. It's good for all kinds of purposes. It's not plus two strength. Smack thing harder. Half-orc wizard, bad. It just is. People have been wanting to make off-type race class combinations, and now you can. And you don't just – it's not just a pure loss. They're shifting it, and I think that's cool. What do you think? I don't think people really – I don't think a lot of DMs get into the uh, bookkeeping of what they're carrying or how much they can push. And, and I think only mechanics, mechanics heavy people really look at that and go, ooh, yeah. I don't think of the bulk of the DMs are like, oh, who cares? That's, right, that's, that's fair. I don't even do it and I'm mechanically inclined. It, yeah. Okay, so that I, sucks. What, what, I, about the, what about the dash? Hey, what, come but, on, dash. Bonus action dash. No, so the, the half, the half, Mixed, uh, I don't know how to say it. So if I wanted to be uh, orc and elf, I can be, right? I, as long as you are now allowed to mix any of the two race options, as long as they're both humanoid, you can mix them. Yeah. And that's fine. Awesome. What I don't like is you get to choose two race options that are humanoid to represent your parents. So I can cherry pick now the best things and and put them in and make this character. The 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 visual characteristics nobody cares about. The color, the ear shape, all that nobody nobody who cares. But it seems like you're now able to like cherry pick like oh I'll just take these two races, they're the best, these are the two traits I like the best. Bam, done. And you average out the age Whatever the the average lifespan of one is, plus the other one, average out, bam, done. That's right. how long you get to. Leo's going at D and D and D and D eugenics. Jesus, Lil, he went he went to a dark place with it. Uh, but I mean, it, it, and it's not like I. It's not that I. I. I don't care that you can now, you know, 
make a, a half and half of anything you want. That's not my issue. My issue is there are no rules for it. We're just going to let you just pick what you want. And so now I'm, I just see a bunch of min maxers coming around and creating the best, the best of the best. There, there are some limits. Like you have to choose. I think you mean this, but we should tell people you have to pick like size is one. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to pick one of the two sizes, one of the two speeds, and one of the two special traits. So if you choose Orc, they had like two or three special traits. They had the dark vision, they had the mm-hmm. carrying capacity, they had the dash. You don't mm-hmm. get to choose the dash and then be like, well, dark vision is kind of shitty. Well, it's not. The carrying capacity is garbage. I'm going to go get the elf thing over here. You have to take the whole kit. So there's not all that much there. Like, what's what's the worst that you're gonna get? Size. Most of them are the same size, and size matters for like grapple checks, kinda. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Speed matters some, but okay. So you choose like a speedier one. Mm-hmm. So what are you talking about? Like a, like a slightly speedier orc. They get an extra five, ten movement speed tops. That's not nothing, but I don't think it's enough to overpower the desire to make cool characters. Yeah, you're you're gonna have the power gaming types, which you already do. I mean it. I, I, I don't know. My first blush is I don't see enough power gamer gasoline there to okay. move the needle compared to like Sentinel feet mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like the, and the other uh, the, like Polar Master. That's that's the problem. The problem is not uh, this guy like cranked around to get the half out orc half elf plus five speed thing. So okay, power gaming exists and it will continue to exist. The power, you know. All right, fair enough. It's not nothing, but don't you just love the ability that you can make an off-type character? You can make a known paladin. They're not shitty because mm-hmm. their int is you're not getting plus two int for your paladin, which is like the one dump stat. You can so you can do it now. It's not going to be a mechanically nerfed thing. Okay. I think that's a really cool boon to be able to to mix and match these. You know, you have race, you only have like X options, and if you want to have another option, you have to increase the race number. Well, now the races are all the races times each other is how many splits you can have. So every time they introduce a new race, like if they go from 9 to 10, that just increased the race count by that number plus all the others. I think that's how math works. Something like that. Factorial? I don't know. Whatever it is. It's the, the number, it, it all multiplies by itself. So I think that's cool. I mean, what do you think? Playing as type, do you want? Do you do you, do you, do you have no love just, for the half orc wizards? No, I don't. It's not that I don't have love. I could. I'm for people being able to to do that. I'm just kind of like I worry about who's going to break the game with that. That that's what I'm worried about. Another change. Uh, feats were changed. Yes. Yes. Tell us about feats. So feats are different now. They they level up or they have level restrictions that they didn't have before. This is cool and. I kind of welcome. I don't know. I'm a little bit of both minds on this. I'm excited that they're doing something with feats. Is what I'm going to say, because feats have always felt like this weird bastard child, mm-hmm. and they it felt like they got a lot more restricted. And that's more of an emotion. I can't like quantify it, but from 3.5 going through fourth and now, it felt like they were kind of here, and then it was like we really don't want you to pick these, <laughs> but we kind of have to have them. We have to have alert. We have to have like magic initiate. We have to have this stuff. And so it was very restrictive. You got your first feat at fourth level, and you have to cough up an ASI to do it unless you were the human variant, which is why nobody played human non-variant. And now I think you get like everyone gets a feat as part of like character creation or their background. 
So it's out the gate, you get a cool feat. Boom. Here's your feat, buddy. Oh, you're the human that gets the feet? More feats. And when you level up, those feats can themselves level up. I think the alert feat goes from... Uh, it, it levels up with you. It's kind of the idea. We, we only have a few of the levels of like how this stuff works in the... Uh, what is it? It's called Ultimate, Ultimate Arcana, whatever, character origin sheet that, that D&D has put out. But... I like that they're doing something with it. I like that feats can level up and get more powerful over time. I like that they're trying to, we'll say, we're going to have this more powerful feat, so now it's it's level restricted. They can't make powerful feats in 5e now because that's not a thing. There's no level restriction to the feats. So if you have one that's super dumb, you can't let people have it. Well, now you can because it's locked behind this generic level wall. I think that's a really cool way to Add a little spin, add a little character to your to your character. That's an awkward way of putting that, but there you go. What do you, what do you think? We have feats. Where you get on feats? I mean, it, it's nice that they they seem to have worked them into the game a bit more than how they were in the past. And I know they've created they've in the the new playtest material they've created some new ones and they reworked some old ones because feats, you know, were kind of just. Mm, Mm. But I, I don't know. Feats aren't really my thing. But meh, I'm happy that they're doing something with them. But you do see that each character will start with one feat, except humans get two. Right? Why? Hell yeah. Why do humans get two? I mean, don't get me wrong, human best man. But I mean, right? Why but, humans well, first, get more? Versatility. That's the whole thing. They got the they got the free feat at, at level mm-hmm. one. Human. Mm-hmm. It's called variant, but really it was like human main was. You get a feat at level one for not getting dark vision, <laughs> for not getting all kinds of other cool shit. You, you instead of getting a pre-built bit of cool mm-hmm. shit, you got to go to the old feat list to find some cool shit. You picked up some stuff around the way, mm-hmm. a little bit of magic, or you picked mm-hmm. up a a little bit of healing knowledge or a little leadership maybe, or maybe you learned how to use that shield a little better back in the XXX war or whatever. Something mm-hmm. that's cool. That's the humans. They're they're the generic everyman's. What? The triple X war. The triple X, yeah, it, it had, uh, it had. Uh, I think Vin Diesel was in it. Porn wars. And okay. uh, uh. He, he beat he beat Pornhub along with Samuel L. Jackson, who was conflicted over one side of cheese. Yes, uh, I remember this. Um. Also, I noticed in the playtest material because this one just bugs me to no end. The drow changed. Yeah, I think they're more of a playable race now. Let me go to them. I did not read much about the drow because elves. Uh. So. <laughs> no how, were, how were drow? I want you before you read it. I want you to tell me what does a drow look like? Dusky hued. Is that? <laughs> oh, you read it, you jerk! <laughs> Shut up! Don't read it. I, is that what it says? Oh, Did it actually say dusky hued? It says dusky gray. Ah! ah got dusky him. gray. Dusky gray. I didn't. And I'm like, no. The drow in the books were described as ebon. Ebony. Ebon. Ebon, Ebony, they were. Ebon, they were just, he, he, yes, the guy in Game of Thrones. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't know words. Ebon is a word. I just, uh, I, it bugs me. Like the drow or the drow. Stop trying to literally whitewash them. Just stop. To, okay, so just you want to say they're black? The drows are black. I want them to say they're and black. They're you dark. want them to say they're black. Ebon. They're in the 
Underdark. I want him to say ebony skin tone. Why are we changing it to dusky gray? I think because that's when they step out of the Underdark, you can realize it's kind of like if you look at a purple car at night. You're like, oh, it's black. No, it's purple. So they're wow. <laughs> they're dusky, but in the Underdark, you're like, aha, they're black. But trick of the light, dark vision can't yes, tell shadows. Now they are not just in the Underdark. Now they also dwell in the gloomy rainforest and like Cyclopean ruins on the continent of, of Zendric? I mean, what? That what? sounds cool. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It sounds, I mean, I think I saw the same uh, description in Twilight. Isn't that where Edward and his family, they lived in the, the gloomy rainforest up in the peninsula of Washington I, State? Same I wouldn't thing. describe it as Cyclopean, which I think you uh, did. No. <laughs> Cyclopean. Cyclopean? Oh, sorry. Cyclopean. 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 You, you've got the damn thing in front of you. Read it. You read Dusky just fine. Anyway, they changed the drow. I don't like it. I like the drow the way the drow are. I thought the drow were cool. They were badasses. And now they're just making them. And now, now they're kind of people who go door to door to get you to sign a petition. All right, is that? Wow. <laughs> These new drow. They, they don't just go out there and like cast a laid fireball down your throat like they used to back in the old Dritz days. Oh, and, and and I'll say this, and I'm sure it'll get me uh, get me in trouble, but I don't care. Uh, the Ardling race. They added a new race. Um, no, no, I didn't read that bit. Let's just keep you going. You didn't read the Ardling just, bit? I didn't want to. Let's just keep, this didn't happen. I don't think you read either. Let's just, we can just keep, let's just keep going. Let's, critical I hits. did read it. Critical I hits. read all of this stuff. <laughs> okay, Ardlings Animal. are... Animal-headed <laughs> yeah. beings with traces of the divine in their heritage. They're designed as the upper plane counterpoint to tieflings, taking the role commonly given to Azamar. Basically, you're a furry. Furries are people, too. Furries, furries are, are people, people too. Well, kind of. That's, I guess that's the point. Is and I guess maybe they have money and they can afford the subs They now. do have money. Those, suit, those well, suits are like four or five grand. You've looked them you up. Know, and there's and they and they use them for things that I would not use them for, which can cause mess. So they they're clearly they're they're like the Thank you, Leo. Thank you for the uwu. That's very So okay, look, 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 look. We gotta get that furry dollar. That's a big dollar. Huge dollar. Big dollar. And so the more furry dollars we get, yeah. the more we can lower that subscription price and increase access. Okay? We gotta increase the access. We gotta get that furry money. Oh, so I can I can finally afford my subscription once we just get the furry money. Yes, it'll get okay. it'll be cheaper. We just have to get that money, and and it's you know what I'm talking shit. I have no problem with furries. Go be a fucking furry. I don't have a problem you... with furries, but that is that is what they've done here. Well, it's because been you going this choose, way. You can you can choose an animal. Uh. That you can look where where's the little ardlings, depending on the uh, background, exalted, heavenly, or idyllic. Those determine the suggested animals you can be. If you're exalted, it's cat, eagle, goat, or mule. Heavenly, elephant, owl, pig, or stork. Idyllic, bear, dog, raven, toad. But in uh, some of the artwork, they show a bunny. Because yeah, yep. you're gonna be a bunny. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's. Kinda... I don't like this. No. <laughs> I, why don't you I, like it? I don't like it because why? it already. We already have good options for this, like shifters, 
and and lycanthropy, and now that's going to be weird. Like, oh no, I'm not a werebear. I'm an ardling. Fuck. Uh, because they they're going to feel. I don't know. It doesn't feel great. And I get what they're trying to do. The the one thing that's interesting. Okay, the one, and this is this is the thinnest silver lining. Is I think they're trying to move holiness away from a Judeo-Christian like angels and wings, right? That's what the angels are. That's what the heavenly is. That's what the radiant is. This is more of an Egyptian feel. Like you have, you know, uh, Osiris and stuff, and you have, you know, where you're gonna have like the jackal-headed god, the gator-headed god, and all the stuff that uh, I just mm-hmm. uh, that I only know about because I watched Moon Knight that one time. Uh, okay, cool. You've got like. You're you're moving what it is to be holy away from a, a standard Western type of canon. I'm all for that. That's really cool. But it seems to tread in places that we already have. We already have races that do this. We already have lycanthropy, which kind of like steps on this toes. Now we're gonna have a third way to have a bear head or a wolf head. I'm, you know, I'm not a shifter. I'm a lycanthrope. I'm not a lycanthrope. I'm an ardling. That feels really weird. And uh, so yeah, I don't like it. I think it's kind of. I think there's ways to get that big furry dollar just by using shifters, or uh, maybe they didn't, they didn't want them to shift. They didn't want them to be like, like hidden. I don't know. It it felt a little. I, I would have much rather they just made lycanthropes a thing, like orcs who got Grimsh under control, like dealt with their anger issues. Just have some lycanthropes and lorificate them into being a playable race. That seems a lot better to me. Than holy bear man. Well, what can can I do in Ardling and an orc? You are allowed to do this. This is technically legal. Uh, mm, imagine <laughs> the shit you can do here. I, I, I also, do not like Ardling. You have angelic flight as an Ardling. You have three special traits. One of them is uh, angelic flight. It's a bonus action. You. Sprout spectral wings for a moment and fly up to a number of feet equal to your speed. If you're in the air at the end of this movement, you fall if nothing is holding you aloft. I, I mean, that's a fine okay. power. It's okay. That's, again... No, no, the, wings. You just said moving away from Judeo-Christian angels and wings, and they literally have angelic flight. Well, the wings could be like insectoid for a lot of... You're, you're, okay, fine. You That's a good point as well. But it's... Mm-hmm. Our, okay. our, I'm not a big fan of the art. It would take, like, I'm trying to be receptive and cool, and I'm looking at Arlene's like, shit, I don't like this. It's like a <laughs> solution to a problem that no one had. Um, that, that we had other solutions for, by the way. And also, just this, this some of the, the word, but this is in the text. By virtue of their celestial legacy, some Arlene's strive to make the world a better place. Others use their supernatural gifts to be the best version of themselves they can be. Still others are delighted to have a connection to the upper planes without the responsibility of always having to do the right thing. Did they take yeah. evil out? Yeah. Are they removing evil? They they soft pedaled the it with the ability to be free. Like they kind of equate evil with freedom, which is weird. Mm. Or maybe not. Or, or or they took evil out. Okay, either one's bad, right? There's no evil, or you can <laughs> be evil and they offshoot it. Oh, oh, fuck. oh fuck. They took evil out. I don't really like having races that tied to angels and demons, by the way, unless that's a part of the storyline that they're dealing with and can therefore revolt from it. Like tieflings I mean, have this tieflings. infernal, but they're but it it's written like the first thing they say is "but chill out." They're not like it's there, and and mostly it's just because of 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 prejudice they face is why 
tieflings have a continuing rib. It's inertia. It's not really inherent. Or even orcs and half orcs with Grumsh. It's uh, like, yeah, there's this thing I have to role play through and get through. Like, okay, cool, got it. Like, you have this deal that goes back to an, an ancient, like, god based time. Okay, well, we got some of that. And then you have Ardlings. And it's like, okay, where's the evil bit? Or, like, why would you still have these powers? Like, the orcs are clearly free of grumps like your average orc can't like look up throw a fist in the air and get grumps power or you know it's the arling feels like their power is on permanent loan like there's a stream that's open giving them the angelic everything i guess they could have it and be in rebellion i mean you know lucifer exists as a entity and can presumably fly and you know not be immediately torched by god and that kind of i don't know yeah i just it's just messy i don't i'm not a big fan and, and yeah, and you're making me like it less. <laughs> so, I like that. Um, you know, <laughs> that's, that's um, right. here's some more text about tieflings, just like with the Ardlings. Uh, the earliest tieflings joined ranks with non-tieflings to repel fiendish incursions on many worlds. Yeah, earning the trust of those who might otherwise have mistaken them for fiends. Oh, that was, uh, Thanks to okay. the victories and sacrifices of these legends, tieflings throughout the multiverse enjoy widespread acceptance. Wait a minute, what? That was the thing. You were a tiefling. You you built a character that was going to deal with strife and struggle and not being accepted. And whenever they went into a town, they would always get shit. That was what you wanted to do for that character to develop that. And now they removed it. No, everybody's okay t- with tieflings. They look scary, but we accept them. I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Okay. 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 I'm I'm trying real hard. You're really making this like a. <laughs> This is the preschool playground where there's a person on the playground making sure nobody fights or gets in arguments or upsets, and everybody's got to be nice. Nobody has to feel bad. Okay. Nobody should feel bad. Here's the great news. Because it's digital, we can just remove all this horse shit out, and (laughs) otherwise it'd be in some fucking arena, and you'd have to read it every time. (laughs) (laughs) Is that good? Did I win the argument? You you always win the argument. (laughs) Uh, so I hated it. I, that that <laughs> that made me recoil too. Oh, but 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 the, the they they fought the war and so they're good now and stuff. Fuck! Oh fuck! Yeah. We almost almost missed one, guys. High five. Almost missed one. Woo! Don't want yeah. them to be demons forever. They God, that's so that's so shit. Because like God forbid you just write that in your character. Like no one's gonna be mad. It was like yeah, I'm a tiefling, and lots of people give me shit. But like, hey, I fought in the in the whatever war uh, that's in this world, and I'm a veteran, and so like, I got some cred. Like, if I wanted to play that character, you probably wouldn't give me that much shit. Like, yeah, I'll get some prejudice, but I'll pull out my like the dog tags, and, and they're like, oh, he's he's one of the good yeah. ones or some shit. Like Will I mean, said, yeah. <laughs> he's, you know, like, I okay, would throw I, I can play some that. light, some light, you know, shitty NPCs giving you the stink eye, and they don't like you, you know. Yeah, but they're not gonna try to kill you. But still, it would just be just a little bit. That, yeah, you're not accepted. People don't like you. That's it. But I'm not saying going hardcore racism, but, you know, that if you built a tiefling in the past in D&D, if you built a tiefling or a drought, people looked at you funny. In the game, they looked at the yeah. character <laughs> you a little that. funny. In the game, him. it's a pretend you know. space. In that game, that pretend creature wasn't liked by the other pretend creatures. But for some reason, we can't pretend that way anymore. Tieflings are liked and accepted, and so are Drow. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. 
Uh, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah. so there's some dumbness there. No, no, so, this uh, is a great. <laughs> now you're happy. You can no, say, no, this is what great. does that say? I can't wait to play uh, homogenous D. I mean, one D and D. You won D and D because it's all the same goddamn character. God, it's the same oh, goddamn thing. <laughs> it's all the same. Mm, we found out why they call it. You wish you thought of that line. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! So it's not perfect, and there's a little bit of the uh, of the nerfed edges on everything, and no one can have a feel bad. You know, I mean, and and maybe in thirty years they'll look back at this and be like, man, back in the day they had races that meant something lore wise. And the same way we look back at like, wow, women used to have lower strength in the original. I don't know if that's true. That I heard it's a myth, but like that's how we would look at it. I don't. So yeah, that's kind of dumb. But you can always write it out of your game, which is kind of such a shitty answer from for anything. You can write it out. I don't know. And that that, that there is there is a bit of a happy tree, happy tree friend kumbaya vibe that i don't appreciate and i know that you don't appreciate and i'm not saying that that's great i like the ability to mix and match some of the race stuff i think that's actually more exploratory and that they kind of harm it by doing this like they open this cool door where you can be like i'm a half orc half elf and so now you take either either it's whatever you want it to be okay fine but if you want to bring in how other npcs and characters react to say orcs or elves, positively or negatively, you now have like two fronts, like two parts of this prism to run that through. I'm like, wow, that's cool. I can be a half orc, half elf. Maybe that guy hates elves. Maybe that guy hates elves, you know, <laughs> you know, or likes them, or you know, or whatever. And so now I can run both of these aspects of this character. That's really cool. And then you keep reading, and it's like, okay, well, but everybody's good, and everybody knows it. It's not just that like they're the heart of gold, but have the demonic looks. They were in the war. Like no one else has any lore. It comes out of left field about a war. It's all generic. It's, it's all these races. It, do, it doesn't assume a history. It's not like like the PHB has never assumed Forgotten Realms. I don't think, right? Uh, which is sort mm -hmm. of like the, the biggest one. Mm -hmm. I hear what humans are, and clearly we're giving you vaguely high fantasy vibes. But we're, like, there is no like city name in the player's handbook. But in this one race, they're like, oh yeah, there was a war, and the uh, uh, the teams were on the good side. That is the only piece of lore in the player's handbook that I'm that I know of. There is no like the city of whatever was fallen. That's in Forgotten Realms, or that's in Eberron. There's no nations, and yet now there was like a multiverse, and there was a war, and Tieflings were on the good guy side. That's a weird. That's such a ham-fisted mm -hmm. retcon to rehabilitate their image so that no one can hate them. Yeah, there we go. We ran it on that for a bit. Uh, <laughs> is there anything left of mine out of that? By all means, if you got something, I, yeah, it sucks. Yeah. And then they did change the D20. I'm talking about like crits, or what, what do you mean? Uh, both. Well, not, not, all right. So a D20. Now, in one thing I read that, well, all right, hold on. So a D20. The term a D20 test encompasses three main D20 roles for the game. Ability, attack, and saving throws. Ability checks, attack rolls, saving throws. If something in the game affects D20 tests, it affects all three of these roles. The DM determines whether a D20 test is warranted. To be warranted, a D20 test must have a target number no less than 5, no greater than 30. If you roll a 1 on a D20, the test is automatically failed, regardless of any modifiers to the roll. That, I believe, is correct. That's always been. If you roll a 20 on a D20, the D20 test automatically succeeds, regardless of any modifiers. A player can also gain inspiration when rolling the 20, thanks to the remarkable success. 
Rolling a D20 doesn't bypass limitations on the test, such as range or line of sight. The 20 bypasses only bonuses and penalties to the roll. So my understanding of this, and I've talked to Grafa about it, is that this D20 now, if you roll a 20, even if it's on like a, a fortitude save or anything, it, it now counts as a success automatically. If it's on an ability check, it's a success automatically. Okay. Okay. Which is fine because I remember a D20 didn't, a, a nat 20 on some checks didn't count, but now it counts on any check. If a D20 is called to roll, a 20 is rolled, it's an automatic success. But they changed something to critical hits. Yeah, they they kind of nerfed them, um, which so? I get. So no longer is it just you double all the dice. That that was the 5th edition new rule. Mm-hmm. Before it was like you doubled everything. It's like the they kind of nerfed them in 5e. Uh, it doesn't double everything. It doubles just the dice. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. But some abilities add dice, like smite or sneak attack, where it goes add some dice damage. Like, okay. Well, now when you crit, you double that. So you go from hitting for a d6. Well, that's fine. You crit. Well, now you hit for 2d6. Except what if you have sneak attack for 2d6? Well, now you add 4d6. So your little shitty rapier, you know, or whatever, there's like a d8 now does, like, a lot more dice damage. So, and, and with Smite, you got to see if you hit before you, like, unleash the Smite. you like, I rolled a hit, okay, hit. And like, oh, well, I hit, that's cool. I'm going to choose to do the Smite damage. It's not like I'm trying to make it hit. So if you roll the 20, you just said, oh, unleash the Fury. Fry this guy. It was a really cool vibe. They kind of mashed with that holy warrior, holy warrior thing where they can just out of out of nowhere hit with like you know the Captain America hook, you know, like left arm from hell, boom, and like knock down Thanos kind of deal. I liked that. They've taken it out now. I think let's see what this is here. I think you just roll it like what or like double the damage on it on the dice roll. So that's fine. It's um, doubling, yeah. I read in one source it said if you have sneak attack or smite, forget about it. You've it's nerfed now. Yeah. You don't get that extra stuff. You just get double dice. That's it. Of the of the, the normal weapon. attack. The yeah. We- yeah of weapon. the attack of your weapon that you use, you only get to double the dice, the damage dice. That's I want to go back to what you said about about the the twenty auto auto succeeding. Uh-huh. That's fine because of the piece of text they put in before that, which you read, yeah. which is no DC higher than 30 or lower than mm-hmm. 5. Well, that means mm-hmm. the 20 is going to win most of the like, – if you do that, and you should, like no one should ever have a DC of 5 or less. Like you should know not to do that. It's dumb mm-hmm. because then it's it's trivial. And you shouldn't have one over 30 because it shouldn't be a roll. You just tell the players you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to climb the crystalline solid right angle surface. Well, you you can't. But some GMs – I guess it doesn't hurt to spell it out. I guess to to put a to put a point to it that instead of just hoping people have common sense to tell their players, or you know you can't do it. It's mm-hmm. here's the language for that. It's a it's over thirty. So yeah, there's a DC. It's forty two. So you can't because it's too impossible of a task. Ergo, you don't get to roll. So if you get to roll, like there should be there's a rule that I believe in. You should not, as a GM, offer a role that players can't fail or they cannot win. And that's that's what they're trying to define. So therefore, a 20 should always succeed. But I think that's the whole idea, because I've heard this said by many GMs in different games. When a player says, can I do this? The GM always responds with, you can try. 
I, so now this point, is yeah, saying, you can't no, try. that is not always the case. You have to tell your player, no, it's just too sheer. There's no hand, nothing to hand, hold on to. No, you cannot climb it, period. I'm still and it kind it. of feels a little like, well, shouldn't the dice determine that? Like, No, because some things are stupid. Like players will say, "Well, can I can I just jump over the entire uh, Empire State Building and hit him?" And like, not only no, but no, you can't try. Yeah. Like it's it's something that's so like I get that you're making it as a joke, probably, but in case you're not, then fuck no, that's dumb. Yeah. And uh, that's dumb. So no, so you're dumb. You're dumb. You don't get to do the thing. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with just telling people that. And I, I again, I think that there is like no exception to you. Do not let your player roll. Unless they can win or if they can fail. So I, I will never have my players roll dice where 20 doesn't win or one doesn't fail. Otherwise, I don't make them roll. Period. Like, there's that's, that is a zero exception rule that I, it may be one of the only ones I have. <laughs> like, I will, there is no point to ever do that. And the book is trying to codify that with some language and then back it up and say, don't let your players roll unless they can win. That's all that that paragraph does in so many words to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I think that's fine. It's, you know, yeah. it's, it's, there you go. What else did they, they've changed the spells. The spells. Oh, yeah. I've, that's going to be so weird. I don't <laughs> even know. I don't even think they know what the shit they're going to do. Well, no, because it says, oh, we've, we've now put them into three different spell lists. Arcane, Divine, and Primal. Yeah. Future articles will show how classes use these lists. Because we don't know. Class and subclass <laughs> might gain spells from other lists. I'm like, um. You mean like now? And maybe but... you shouldn't have rolled it out because <laughs> how can I use it then if you're not going to tell me? I get that. Like, I get when I buy spell cards. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom has the arcane list for wizards and sorcerers because that, that's a unified list, I think. So cool. But if you want to buy ranger spells, and then you go buy druid spells. You're buying a lot of the same spells, mm-hmm. so that's confusing because they each have their list, and you have your list, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that can be a pain in the ass. So yeah, I I welcome an attempt to simplify the world. I am all about let's let's make the world easier on spells, okay? But yeah, I don't know what the shit they're gonna do when they're like, okay, we want to have clerics get this spell at level uh, three, but we want to have paladins get this spell, but only at level five. But then this spell they they're gonna get one earlier or or something like yeah. we like. <sighs> I don't know because right now they they've said the spells that they will include are from the 2014 Player's Handbook. All the spells are put into three categories, like I said: Ar- arcane, divine, and primal. And let's I mean we could probably figure this out. Arcane spells will probably be for. Your warlocks, your wizards, wizards, your sorcerers, your warlocks, yeah. The divine will be clerics, paladins, and primal will probably be your druids. Yeah, that yeah, we have primal's gonna be druids. It's going to be oh, what's the other one I'm trying to think of? Rangers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that your monks will pro- probably be divine, or maybe they have a subclass where it's like oh, you get you're like the nature monk, and so you get mm-hmm. and you shift over to this list. But uh, you know, as you go through this list. What you don't see a whole lot of is classes. And so, well, on one hand, it's very clear when they have to say, we're going to figure this out in the future. That seems to indicate we, we don't know. We, uh, <laughs> we, we don't know, yeah. so we didn't tell you. <laughs> so. Yeah, they haven't worked that out yet. This is the first thing, but it's like, but 
how do we figure out the the class? So that's they didn't list those. I think that's the key. So primal spells say it says in in the book here or in this document, druids and rangers. All right, mm-hmm. that they're like oh primal spell draws on this force, cool. Uh, but then, like, that's kind of it. I'm, I'm getting through here for the class names. I don't think they're going to have 26 different classes. Like, sorcerers are kind of a split off of wizard, right? Like, I, I don't think there used to be sorcerers many, mm-hmm. many moons ago. I think they're going to get back to a much more pared down and then expand from there. Because they have a shit ton of classes now. And an even oh, yeah. bigger shit ton of subclasses. So I'm thinking there's just going to be, like wizard or spellcaster or mage that might be a new class called mage and your subclasses are sorcerer wizard or maybe just gonna be a class like ranger and druid and that's cool but then like maybe it's I don't know, like like sh- i doubt they'll do it with them but it could be like shaman and you split down the middle you know or, or monks might do that you might have like cleric and paladin be like priest or adjutant or some some type of clerical denomination that then split down to paladin or cleric. Because you can see how those would clearly be subclasses of a larger of, of a greater parent. You know, both of them wear heavy armor, both of them have this divine connection. One's just more muscle, less god, one's more god, less muscle. Mm-hmm. I can see that that's what do you think? You think that's where they're trying to aim this? I it I don't know if they're trying to pare things down because maybe it has gotten a little out of control, even even with the races. I mean, in this material, they don't have all the races. There's a handful. No, they it. don't. <laughs> are, so are they going to like, or is it, can I not play an Aarakroka now? I mean, for it's because they've taken no. so much away from races in terms of like the stats. Yeah. And then give them this generically powerful stuff. I don't think they'll have as much problem introducing new races. Even in the past, but races were never as big as class. So are they... <laughs> So are they going to scale back on races, scale back on classes, bring it all back it down to a handful of each, and then slowly reintroduce them? I think so. I, I don't think races had a lot to look Like, races lost some, like the stat thing, but they got some other cool stuff. Classes may consolidate. So, all right, after reading this, are you really that excited for one D&D? Kind of, yeah. I would like to. Really? I, I like the idea of them being able to combine and mix and match and update. And I like more and more digital tools. I like playing in real life more. Don't get me wrong on that. But I just find less and less that I go to the books except to uh, enjoy myself some and zone out. I'm not using it to plan. When I'm planning, when I'm working as a GM, I'm going to Cobalt Fight Club. I'm going to uh, various other websites. Uh, like, I don't know, ones related to tools of some kind. You know, you want to get your tools together, you know, four to six, maybe five tools, you know, and I'm using stuff like that. I almost never crack the Monster Manual. I almost never crack the Dungeon Master's Guide. Player's Handbook, some, but D&D Beyond, I go to it more often than not. It's so much easier to me to make a character than to, like, flip through the book. I, I want my errata updated. I like the race changes, mostly outside of Ardlings. Like, if you take Ardlings off, the scale gets a lot less shitty. And, and a lot of the, the more PC shit with, like, tieflings and a few other things and the drow. I'm with you. That's cool. But, man, I just love the changes to 
where stats go to backgrounds. I get that people say, well, that's very woke. I don't give a shit. You're probably right, but I don't care. I want to be able to play a half-orc wizard. You're not, like, that's the, I don't care what gets me there. I don't care who I have to sell my soul to. What, <laughs> I don't know if, uh, you know, if, like, every time I buy a book, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez gets an extra dollar. I just want to make off-cast, I want to make known paladins, I want to make half-orc wizards, and now I can and I'm very excited about that. That's that's what's got me kind of like rearing to go. So the other small stuff is wanted. just there. Yes, you that's what, what I want. Everything you, know, like, you want, you've got now. You're getting it with this. I'm not getting. I mean, that's not. You're getting way. it. You're you're getting your you're getting the digital. You're you're being you're being able to go online for a source automatically updated with errata instead of you know waiting for it or having to search for it. It's right there. It's done. You can now make that. Half orc wizard. Not, nobody's telling you no anymore. Right, and in, in the virtual That's tabletop, right. I want to be able to plug in a virtual tabletop, hopefully on my computer, have it hooked to this TV in the table that I have, and like run my wow. game off of that. I am like right now, I'm using JPEGs and like pieces of paper to cover up the map. That is so awful. I'm so sorry that your digital TV in your game table. Forces you to use JPEGs. Oh right? my gosh! Sometimes this, PNGs or like no, fucking web. I don't know who the made WebP a thing. I think Google, but God, WebP. All right. I have to convert all that shit. <laughs> you kill me. You yeah, I'm sorry. You know, it's a very heavy table, and I have to move it from the back of Robin's shop to the front of Robin's shop, and then back again. So, shit. It's. <laughs> It's just, it cracks me up. It's just, all right. Well, I'm happy you're happy. I don't thank you. I'm see. Thank you. <laughs> I, I see a lot of people in the gaming community are going to be happy with this. And they're probably going to be older people with money that are of a certain demographic and sex. And then I'm going to see the rest of us who are not going to be very happy with these changes. If you don't um, like this, just go play Warhammer <laughs> with all the other people who hate everything. You could afford to play Warhammer. <laughs> yeah, Get here. the people who are mad are like, yeah, this, go play Warhammer. No, I'm saying the people who are going to be happy are the oh, you think this is going to be Warhammer. Do you the think this is going to be a big money are, suck? If I have to, if you're saying to get the content, I have to pay a monthly subscription. This sucks. This all right. Sucks. This sucks for a lot of people. Okay. <laughs> I just think that I just think you're hanging on those DVDs real tight. These DVDs every I'm month, you have to pay for these DVDs. Fucking no, nothing. No, I know. I. <laughs> I'm sorry. There are people that you know. It. It's. Uh, all right. But I also think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be thrilled with some of the changes because now they can play anything they want. Nobody's going to tell them no. Right. And that's a it's... little okay. Right? <laughs> Look at these well, people who are happy. I've got no, Dickensian no, no. Dylan no, no, no. <laughs> It's no, it's the idea of heaven forbid we tell someone no. Like just literally tell them no. It's the, you it's can't the, do that. It's a power but fantasy. It, it's now it's but we will tell you no when we put it behind a paywall. That, those are the people we're really telling no to. But no, and, and I get it. You could bit now build anything you want. Great. And we're going to see some weird combos. We're going to see some weird stuff. Uh, it's it's going to be a weirdness. I, I foresee a weirdness. They're going to have to check this a bit, I think. This weirdness happening. 
I don't know. We'll Roy see. Orbison, we'll man. See. Anything you want. You got Anything it. you want. You got it. So we'll see. Uh, I've, I'm sure they'll be releasing more stuff as uh, as things progress. The, the uh, book, the physical book, will be out in 2024. Uh, I think that's just being produced, though, because people do still like to have their books. But yes, you're right. Majority of this is all going to be online. On D and D Beyond, behind that paywall, enjoy having a new subscription. Before before we go, do you have mm-hmm. any positive? Is there anything we're like, yeah, that's cool. I like that thing. Is it or is it just hate tip to tail? Was I hating on it? I don't think I was hating on it. I think I'm. I was just. I hated that they changed some of the things, but if I complain about how I'm not happy that they changed Tieflings and Drow, then I get called a boomer. That's right. I call you, you a boomer. You can't express yourself. Heaven forbid you don't like change. So what no, was I that just thing like you like? Draw <laughs> and now you've made them not. So what's what's the what's the thing? Is there one thing you're like? I like cool. that the D20 does now count. If I roll a D20 and I get a 20, it counts no matter what that roll is for. I like that. Cool. But I don't like the fact that they kind of messed up crit hits to make them awesome again. I built my my rogue with sneak attack. I think that was to my, my sneaking suspicion is not that they're worried about the rogue, like occasionally unpredictably blasting through something. Mm -hmm. I think it was more that they're worried about the monsters blasting you because, Mm -hmm. okay, the players win. That's cool. But unpredictability on the other side is very scary. So they did this double elimination because in a standard, like we understand what's happening. The players win. But when shit's chaotic, well, yeah, the players still often win. They, maybe they super win. But what's scary is when the baddies get the win because they string some crits together and it's GG. Now, some might say that's how the game goes. But it's more of a happy tree friend thing where, like, you're, they don't want you to lose when you did things right. D&D still has that now. They've nerfed it a lot. But they've, I, think, I think that's what that is, ultimately. A little bit more of the... We don't want to feel bad. We don't want the players to play semi-competently, take a couple crits to the face, and then get melted. I mean, a GM could always just do the roll behind the screen, and if the monster gets the crit, they can always just nerf it. I mean... Oh, yeah. Lil said... Mon- that's right. I'm sorry. I-, I was wrong. Lil said monsters don't get crits. Yeah. So, yeah. I, th- I, think I, did, I think I did read that. Crit. Yeah. So, well, wait, shit. Wait, I don't know. Wait, I don't wait, know. Wait. wait. Monsters yeah. don't get crits, but people players do? Yeah, they're what they're afraid of, of that randomness. That doesn't even make sense. Well, they took right, crits away from monsters. We're done talking about one D and D. We're done. I hate it. We're done. I hate, I hate it. it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. That is ridiculous. Please find where it says that. Somebody, please find. And I don't care if I get fifty of those DM to me. Please find where it says monsters have can no longer get crits because that is it. That is that will just be scrawled across my wall as artwork. To say that D and D one D and D sucks it's, simply they, because they of did this. it. They did it in a very slick way. <sighs> so they actually bring out the word critical hits like it's the first time you've heard about it. Weapons uh-huh. and unarmed strikes have a special feature for player Ooh. characters. Oh, special feature! Oh, critical hits. Oh, what be critical hit? If a player rolls a twenty or an attack roll with a weapon or unarmed strike, the attack is also a critical hit. Which means it deals extra damage. You roll the damage dice of the weapon. 
or unarmed strike a second time and add the second roll as extra damage. But what does that not say when monsters? It says this is for player. This is a special feature for what? player characters. So therefore, by not defining no. it, if no. I let everyone named Cotton no. into the pool, that means Jupiters do not get to go to the pool today. Uh, you know, that can't be. That's just from a logical standpoint. If a, if two things are competing and one gets to when they roll, they get critical hits, but the other one who's also fighting doesn't get critical hits. What the sh- that doesn't make any sense. Wait, but it doesn't make have, zero sense. I feel bad because it happened. Why couldn't it also? Oh my god. <laughs> that's what. Oh it, my gosh, Leo found so that's, it. That's and why sent it says. Me. Thank you, Leo. I just said, oh, it was an article. But yeah, but the yeah. reason that why else would they specify this is a special feature for player? You would just say this is what weapons do. Here's what unarmed strikes do. Not special feature for the player character. Are they really taking it away from monsters? I think they are. I think, when he said that they kind of like popped my memory, and I was like, oh shit, they did take it away. I think that's maybe why I was like on that path. Or, I don't know fuck, but there you go. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. Unless they, it's it's hard to say it's by error because it's a weird way to say this is for player. This is a special feature for player characters, so not normal. So there's normal, which is hits or hits. That's cool, but special feature for PCs, Chris. This is this shifts the balance to where not only can you now make whatever the fuck you want, but now you don't ever have to worry about the monster critting you. But you get to crit it all you want if you're able to. Good for you. Yeah. You're always going to win. Way to go, D&D, on making this a game for people who whine and bitch and moan when their character doesn't live because they did something stupid or just the dice were bad that day. And, and, and yep. There's no grit to the game now. There is zero grit. It is now homogenized. It is so... Uh, I hate it. I hate this. I hate this. So. There you go. One D&D. Hack Master? Dupe hates it. Let's play some Hackmaster. <laughs> play some Hackmaster. I'll get out of play this. Play Hackmaster. Hug a tree shit. <laughs> Hackmaster. I, I know I've I've hit a very high note of accent when you can't. You're like fuck. I have to. I have to imitate <laughs> the man's accent. Yeah. <laughs> like you do that to literally anyone else. Like I want. I just want to take you on international travel and you just be like like you'll be doing some Mickey Rooney shit. Like just because I, I couldn't that. help it. He, my, he clearly uh... talked at me. I was with a British person, and I don't know what made me do it, but I started talking with a British accent. I'm like, that's pretty good. I'm like, well, thank you. But it's only because I heard them, and then I just talked like how they talked, and that's it. I've so done when that you do British it, that makes me drunk. do that. But like, you, th- there is a, you can only do that to accents that have been historically the bad guy. That's the only <laughs> way you can get away with that. Just let you know. Oh, my God. Fan. <sighs> oh. Have a Leo, good night. you didn't break me, Leo. Leo, you didn't break me. Uh, you sh- you showed me the light, and <laughs> you have you have showed me that Satan is real and on the throne. Yes. Is what <laughs> throw this corporate bullshit out? Yeah. I'm done with it. I'm out. All the games are being ruined, and I'm done. We're gonna have to make our own game with hookers and blackjack. Each All subscription right, comes with a free uh, yogurt, yogurt coupon. <laughs> All right, well, I hope everybody enjoyed this one. I'm going to go to bed angry. Okay. <laughs> man. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to have to take my edibles. I'm going to have to smoke a lot. I'm going to have to really try to relax before I go to bed. I'm going to just you get like, your hand on your neck, counting the pulse. Oh, fuck. It was, it was fun. It was no, entertaining. Just, 
Oh, it's just going to pop into my head. Like, I'm going to be in bed drifting off and those monsters can't crit. God damn it, I'm pissed again. That's I'm just waiting happen. for the all Ardling game we're going to GM. <gasps> I can't wait for a live action Ardling game at the next furry con, Mindy. <laughs> the bad guy's going to be a red deck with like a 30 alt 6 hunting him oh down. Oh my god. <laughs> well, they're going to be safe because you can't crit. Oh, god damn it. There, that's god good. Damn it. God damn it. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We hope we hope you had fun. Yeah, it's a thing. D and D one. Buy no, it. it's one D and D, not D and D one. It's the one D and D. Yes, because everybody's the fucking same. They just look different. Because <laughs> we're all so, number one. And uh, then. <laughs> good night, Cotton. Good night, y'all.